Say with me death. Say it again. Say death. Say I cannot enter without death. You see people fail to grow in this journey in spirituality. They fail to become spiritual because they fail to die to themselves. Let's go to, let's go to uh, uh, 2 Timothy chapter number 2 verse 21. Uh, put it in the, let me just see, the New King James says it a bit better, this on the screen. Therefore, if anyone, say with me anyone, it doesn't say if uh, a minister, if a prophet, or a fivefold minister, it says if anyone cleanses himself, say with me, cleanses himself, from the latter he will be a vessel of honor sanctified and useful to the master prepared for every good work many people are what we call or they're in a place of surrender but they ain't useful to god catherine coolman came and she was great and she said i surrender let's be a yielded vessel and a lot of people are yielded vessels but they're not useful in the hands of God because they fail to cleanse themselves from the latter say with you the latter what Paul was speaking about here uh, to Timothy about the latter he was speaking of false doctrines number one but then he was also speaking of those who were attached to the world and the word cleanse in the King James Version says to purge um, in the Greek it means a catheter which means that I put a catheter in me to cleanse myself from toxins. Meaning it is a painful process. Are, are you guys with me? It is a painful process. It is to rid your body from the toxins. It is severely painful. You cannot be useful in the hands of God unless you surrender yourself to a process to cleanse yourself from the latter. Are you guys with me? I've seen ministers will stay 10 people in a church unless they come to a place where they say, I want to die to myself, cleanse myself from the latter, set myself apart. Are you guys with me? And there are things in this life, say with me, timing. The Bible says in, uh, I think it is in uh, uh, 2 Chronicles, uh, 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 I think it is uh, two chronicles um, let's say or one chronicles I think of chapter 12 around there that the sons of Issachar knew and understood the times and the seasons of Israel in fact it says they knew the times and they understood knowledge as to where Israel must navigate herself where Israel must go towards meaning the sons of Issachar prophetic anointing had the ability to discern what is the timing of God and what is not a lot of people entered into ministry or business or the destiny or the purpose of God for their lives outside of God's timing and they enter into a place what we call premature uh, believer are you guys with me when somebody is premature there fails to be, um, I want to say, fruits, maturity, growth, um, 
they become a shooting star they might be here one day and gone the next longevity has taken away and the glory or the destiny that God has prepared for them they cannot carry are you guys with me so let's go back to uh, 2 Timothy chapter number 2 verse 21 on the on the screens he says uh, if a man if anyone cleanses if anyone inserts a catheter into himself cuts or guts himself like a fish that's what the word cleanse means when you catch a fish and you cleanse the guts out of it to meaning that if you would eat the fish without cleansing it you'll get sick are you guys with me or if you leave it in a fridge with the guts in it it's gonna get toxins in it's gonna get uh, go off it's gonna rot you have to cleanse itself meaning deliverance but it goes beyond that it is sanctification meaning they sanctify themselves so that so with me useful they can become useful for the master's use prepared so with it prepared for every good work let's go to the next verse oh, oh sorry sorry let's go let's go let's go to uh, verse let's go verse uh, verse 20 in fact yeah let's go verse 20 but in a great house they are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and clay some for honor and some for dishonor i'm getting to a point so i just want you to stay with me they are vessels of honor he said look you have vessels here you have a silver vessel like this or let, let's use this one here you have vessels you have vessels of silver vessels of gold and then you have vessels of wood and clay the one is for the purpose all of them are being used by god in a house but the one is hidden away and the other one is put on display for everybody to see the silver one is not even used as much as the one that is wood and clay but the one that is wood and clay is hidden away so with the hidden away until he comes to a place of cleansing himself because he says you have vessels of silver and gold wood and clay some of them are for honor and some are for dishonor meaning that God will have it in his mind to create somebody for dishonor are you guys with me yet they are all vessels used in a house Judas was used for dishonor yet he was used scripture prophesying about him and you'll find it strange or surprising to see Judas in heaven even are you guys with me a lot of people think he's in hell people think Pharaoh is in hell uh, the Bible says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart so are you telling me that God will harden Curtis's heart without giving him the option and then send him to hell because he hardened his heart 400 years before it happened hundreds of years before it happened 
it was prophesied that Pharaoh's heart will be hardened and the Israelites will be in bondage and go into slavery. Then when Jesus went down, the Bible says he preached to spirits and he preached to those who have not yet had an opportunity to inherit salvation. So you will find it strange that maybe Pharaoh is in heaven. Because when it comes to the scarlet thread right throughout scripture, you'll see prostitutes used. You'll see Pharaoh used. Everybody used to fulfill scripture. I must be of Calvinism. Are you guys with me? There's no such thing as uh, 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 when it comes to, when it comes to, uh, there's no such thing as, uh, as uh, election of salvation. But this election of destiny, meaning that God has given you and elected you before you were born with a destiny and a purpose inside of you that is there before you were born, elected, that nobody else can step into it unless you step into it. But he says there are vessels of honor and dishonor because of what comes out of their mouth, what gossip comes out of their mouth. Um, what slander comes out of their mouth, slander comes out of their mouth. What uh, false teachings comes out of their mouth. And what attitudes they are living in a church to bring defilement in. So he says there are vessels, some of honor, some of dishonor. The wood ones are vessels of dishonor, the wood and clay. Yet they are daily used. And the vessels of silver and gold are rarely used. Yet they are put on display for everybody to see. Are you guys with me? Uh, let's go to let's go to uh, let's go to one Corinthians chapter number uh, one Corinthians chapter number. Let's see where to go. Uh, or two Corinthians chapter number four verse. Let me see. So, so if I cleanse myself, two Corinthians chapter number four. Go to verse 8. Verse 8. We are hard pressed. Well, let me read it from King James Version. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed always bearing about so if you always not sometime he said always bearing about in the body the dying of the lord jesus christ that life also of jesus might be made manifest in our body so he said listen here i carry the death of christ in my body meaning when people look at me they'll see death next verse so that life can come out for which live for we which live are always delivered unto death for jesus sake that the life also of jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh next verse listen to this one so death works in us sympathy death works in me so that life can be in you this is what i call the dimension of galatians 2 20. That it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ that lives in me. 
it is a dimension of death that you cannot enter into certain realms that God has for you unless death has worked its full work in you are you guys with me God will listen you will pray prayer and say Lord use me I surrender to you I uh, 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 like Isaiah's prayer here am I Lord use me and the next day all hell will break loose in your life because he's making sure that death has its full work inside of you not half fully purposed you'll get home and people will scream at you you get to your work and you're fired you get to your church and all of a sudden brothers and sisters are rejecting you that death can have its full work and the moment you're reacting or having an attitude he puts you back into the test of right in the beginning are you guys with me the journey of the Israelites was a three-day journey to Canaan yet they were stuck in it for 40 years because the Lord says I will test you humble you and to see what is in your heart and because of this you'll be in a wilderness are you guys with me I know it's not a rejoicing message so you don't have to say amen you don't have to you can just say ouch you can be silent you can look at me I'm good with that with this message say death works in me the way I become a sweet smelling aroma to the lost out there is when death has its full work in me So he says, verse 12, that death works in us. What is the next verse? Verse 13, what we read last night. We having the same spirit, so the same spirit of faith, according to what is written. Listen, we preached this last night. How do I have the ability to speak things into existence? It is connected to dying to self. For my flesh to be dead so that my eyes can see in the spirit that my king Uzziah must be dead flesh must be crucified the moment flesh responds in the presence of God death manifests when Uzzah walked next to the ark and the ark was toppling down looking like it was falling over the moment Uzzah put his hand out to stop the ark he was struck down dead are you guys with me flesh was present demons are cast out but flesh is crucified let's go to John 12 verse 24 say with me seasons and times John 12 verse uh, 24 he says, Verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, so you have the ability, in fact, let me, let me get something here. You have, if you take this, let's say this cloth, which is a corn of wheat, except a corn of wheat falls say with you fall meaning there's a falling process into the ground and 
dies, it abides alone. Say with me, and dies. So falling is different from dying. You will have a process called a falling process. And it will feel like everything is falling apart in your life. And then there will be a process that is dying. But many people fall without dying to themselves. The falling process is not what bothers me. It is the dying process. And when the dying process is not fulfilled, people will point at you and say, you're a fallen Christian. A righteous man falls seven times, but stands up. So falling will be there. Are you guys with me? Listen, many times your falling will consist of backsliding. And then in that backsliding process, I know some might not like the, the message or some religious uh, spirits might clash and say, but how can I say these things? You will backslide. You will fall seven times or more. In fact, the number seven is, in, is the perfect number, meaning you will continually fall. But a righteous man. Are you guys with me? So there's a falling process. But unless you say, but wait, this is my falling process. Now I'm putting death to work in me. I'm not reacting. I'm not responding. My flesh is not manifesting. Are you guys with me? I'm allowing death to have its full work in my life. So I have the falling process. I've got the dying process. And if I don't do it, say with me, loneliness. You will be alone as a Christian. It says, but if death has its full work, you will bring forth much fruit. So with him, much fruit. So let's go, let's go on this note. Let's go to Psalm chapter number uh, 92. And I'm just throwing out uh, a few scriptures here. We'll probably end with this one or another one while I'm explaining a concept. 91, 92, let me see. 91, Psalm 91. Say with me seasons. And I want to speak to those who are here, who uh, are mature, who are... Um, as the scripture says that we have come unto Mount Zion or as Paul says that I do not have to give you milk but uh, I can give you meat um, Psalm 91 let's put in uh, let's keep it here that's fine he that dwelleth say with me he that dwells in the secret place of the most high of, of the Almighty, say in the secret place, say he that dwells in secret places of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I want to stop there. This is a whole chapter we can go through which is not needed. Now, if you carry on reading with that chapter, you'll see promises. Angels will lift you up. No pestilence shall come near your house. You'll see a thousand fall on your one side, 10,000 on your other side, but it shall not come near you. You shall see the destruction of your enemy from afar. And it's all good. And we quote that verse like it is for us, yet it's not. Are you guys with me? There's a condition to this promise. He that dwells in the secret place, 
meaning there's a condition he's looking for a Christian God is saying the Lord is saying my eyes are going to and fro upon the earth looking for those who are showing themselves loyal and strong on my behalf meaning my eyes are traveling to and fro around the earth looking for somebody that carries certain characteristics not to be healed but to be useful are you guys with me how do I become useful in the house of God how to become how do I become a vessel whom God's Spirit can come upon and I can be used in things of the Spirit there are seasons there are times where if somebody violates the law of seasons and time they fail to enter into the promise of God for their lives fully they get into a place where there's a promise but they cannot carry it which means they short circuit are you guys with me the anointing begins to turn upon them against them go give me the verse where it says the Holy Spirit uh, became the enemy I think it is Isaiah 63 verse 10 maybe I'm not sure let's put 63 verse 10 up let's see Isaiah 63 verse 10 if it's not that one it'll be somewhere if you guys find it on the TV Isaiah 63 verse 10 but they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit therefore he turned to be their enemy and he fought against them are you guys with me so we see a situation where the Holy Spirit turned against someone if he turned against them it means he was for them there are people and men and women of God where the anointing turns against them and the anointing becomes their worst enemy or let me say it like this there are people or believers or Christians that the thing they pray for will kill them unless they are ready to carry it that promise and blessing they are praying for will kill them unless they die beforehand and they kill their flesh when Uzzah thought I can carry the presence of God I can have his glory in my life I can touch the hem of his garment but my flesh can be alive or I'm not the right vessel in the house because you see the ark had to be carried by holy sanctified ordained priests yet David found it comfortable to put the ark on a new court which means that he wanted to get the presence there quicker are you guys with me I'm giving you a lot of things so I hope that uh, the devil doesn't steal the word before it gets to you uh, David wanted to get the ark quicker to Jerusalem so he said listen I'm, we're not gonna carry this thing on the shoulders of priests and give a sacrifice let's just put it on a new cart and he put the ark of the covenant on a new cart on a cart carried by I don't know I'm sure donkeys or something like that and, uh, or horses or whatever it might be and uh, carried the new cart 
And the Bible says when they hit the threshing floor, the place of testing, the court stumbled and it wanted to fall over. And Uzzah stretched out his hand and stopped it from falling over. And God killed him. Are you guys with me? It's not so much that God killed him. It's that the power was too strong. That his body was not wired in a way to carry that anointing. It was the priests that were the right vessels in the house who could carry that anointing. And Uzzah thought, let me do this thing. And he assumed a position that God has never given him. Or he assumed, assumed a placement that God has never recognized him in. His house was not wired correctly. Are you guys with me? Three-phase power went into him. Yet he was wired normally. He didn't carry three. Is it three-phase in, in, in the States? Call it, do you call it three-phase power in the States? He doesn't know. Who does construction? Does anyone know? Okay, there's no response in any crowd. Do you guys hate me, love me? Is the devil strong here tonight or is God strong here? I see people look at me angry. That's why God gave me the promise, Jeremiah. Do not worry about the faces of the people. Do not be dismayed by their faces. Huh? 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 No. <laughs> we are 240 volts. <laughs> Our normal plugs. This. Anyway, let me explain. Uh, somebody said someone there industrial power so it is you have a building that can carry normal power or if you have a lot of electricity for example our church in South Africa we have many lights so it has to go through three-phase power uh, to carry the voltage of the electricity if it doesn't have three-phase the wires will burn out it will short circuit, it will fuse because the power will be too much. Christians burn out when the power gets too much on their life. When there's not the word given to them in a foundational level as they are discipled and as they grow and if they are not going through testings and trials, if a test comes like the cart that was carrying the Ark of the Covenant, touching the threshing floor, the place of testing the presence of God will stumble in your life you will stumble and you will fall over if you're not wired correctly or you're not structured and gone through trials and tribulations and persecutions to carry the glory of God are you guys with me that is where people stumble and they take offense and they leave because it is not so much the preacher that is doing something wrong. No, no, no. It is my test that I'm going through. A lot of people say, but uh, this is not the place for me. Or this one said this. Or, you know, uh, why is the, the preacher not treating me this way? Why? No, no, no. God is testing you. It's got nothing to do with the preacher. There's a guy in our church that gives maybe, I don't know, sometimes $40,000 a month. Every month. But sometimes to up to that amount. Uh, every month. And if I phone him maybe once a year, it's a lot. I'm serious. Another preacher, somebody will give 
$2,000. They'll eat cake at their house, have turkey at their house, um, dance if they ask them to dance. Uh, Jesus said that you said that we have piped but you have not danced. We have mourned and you were not sad with us. You were not doing, when, when we pulled the string, you were not doing it. Meaning that God, there's a generation rising. And I've seen ministers, listen, we, we have put people out of our church that would give a lot of money. They would give, in the beginning of our church, a lot of money. It was, it was one of our biggest givers in the, in the beginning of our church when we just planned the church. But this person had a Jezebel spirit. And we put them out, another church takes them. Uh, makes them a pastor within a month, a pastor within a month. Uh, just, you know, ministers give people platform just so that they don't leave with their money. And so the power begins to leave from the church. And witchcraft enters into a church. Bewitchment. And the people can no longer receive, the preacher can no longer preach under anointing. Because there's no honor in the place, there's familiarity. The preacher has to jump to the strings that is pulled by the congregation member to go to this one's house and visit that one. And okay, I haven't seen that one in a month. Let me just uh, go to that one because you know they're giving that much. And the power of God leaves because now we are dependent upon the arm of flesh and not the spirit. Are you guys with me? I'm explaining to you how churches die. They can be big, but there's no power. They can be big and even if you preach, it feels like you're preaching against a wall because witchcraft entered somewhere. Intimidation, uh, manipulation, control. Where there's the signs of intimidation. If there's intimidation in a place, witchcraft is present. If there's manipulation in a place, witchcraft is present. Are, are you guys with me? Manipulation, the preacher can manipulate you and people can manipulate the preacher. A lot of times we're like, oh, these preachers manipulate. How about the sheep manipulating preachers? You know, if you, if you don't do what I'm saying, I'm pulling my money back. No, put your money in the offering bowl. Shut up, shut your mouth, sit down and uh, listen to the word. Because... You don't control God with your, once you give it, it's out of your, your obedience and responsibility is by giving. That's it. That's where it stops. Uh, there was a man in, let me, let me, let me find the verse. Isaiah 22 verse. 22, let me see if it is there. Isaiah 22 verse 22, listen to this. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, so he shall open and none shall shut, and he shall shut and none shall open. He said, there's a key that I'm going to give this one. That whoever he, whatever he opens will stay open. Whatever he shuts will shut. Are you guys with me? 
and this was the servant of God called Eliakim. Eliakim that was given the key of David. This was a political and a governmental structure that was happening. And he said, because there was another person, I think it was a person called, uh, an individual called Shebna, that had the key first. But what Shebna would do, he would lock the treasures and take, keep the treasures in the government and take it out of the house of God and not release it to the house of God and the churches and the temples. And they would shut the treasure in and the church or let me say the temple of God can, and the priests could not do what they needed to do. And the Lord says, I will remove Shebna and I'll replace him with Eliakim, whom I will give the key of David that whatsoever he shuts will stay shut. Whatsoever he opens will stay open, meaning that he will open up the treasuries and the money that belongs to God's house will go back to his house. Are, are you guys with me? So, go back for me where we, where we were, where were we? Mm. Psalm 92, I think, or Psalm 91. So, witchcraft comes in and it begins to, it begins to disempower the church because of intimidation, manipulation and witchcraft. As I said, preachers can manipulate by saying, uh, the Lord is saying, give me, give me $10,000 right now. And there are 10 people in here that needs to give $10,000. That is, or they will say that God said to me and spoke to me this afternoon, that 10 people need to give $10,000. That's pure manipulation. God never said that. God will never speak like that and is not that interested in certain amounts. Although he's interested in a ratio and for you to give where it is a sacrifice. But his voice, God will never come and say to a preacher, God is saying you must give so much. No, it doesn't happen. The preacher will get more out if he says, listen, I want you to give so much. Are you guys with me? Uh, so preachers can manipulate, the congregation can manipulate. The moment witchcraft enters a church, now listen, you have witchcraft as the work of flesh and you have witchcraft as the work of the spirit. The work of the spirit is spiritual witchcraft. It is curses that can be caused or etc. It spells and so on. But then you have the fleshly carnal type of witchcraft. It is believers that sits in the church and they're saying this minister is not preaching what we want to hear. Let's begin to look at him with an evil eye. And the way we look at him will control him. He must not dare lay hands today. And business people will usually do it. Are you guys with me? Or people that come with a religious or a traditional spirit, they'll sit and like, hmm, what is, let, let's see what this one is going to show us today. I've done this. I've done much better than this. I've done greater works than this. And they begin to cast witchcraft into the atmosphere or onto that person. Now the preacher can't preach the way that he should. People can't receive. The church is lacking the anointing to grow. And the whole church becomes dead. Are you guys with me? So, I don't know why I, I, I got onto that, but let's get to Psalm 91. Say with these seasons. He that dwells. There's a people that has, or let me say it like this. There's, God requires people to dwell in a place 
called the secret place. Say with me, dwell. It doesn't say visit. This is a place, and I'm going to speak to you just gently tonight, uh, not hyping it up, because I want this truth to come through. Say with me, dwell. Many people go from one church to another, to another. They hop from one to another, to another. They go from one sermon to another sermon. Or preachers preach this type of thing. Then they change. Then they become this. Or then they Benny Hinn. And then they Joel Austin. And then they uh, Kenneth Copeland. And then they T.D. Jakes. We have preachers like that in South Africa. We have some guys. The one guy, I mean, you give him a mic, he can preach like T.D. Jakes. And if he sees, okay, that's not working the crowd, let me change. And then he changes to Joel Austin. And then he says, that's not working, let me change. And then he changes to Benny Hinn. I mean, like, verbatim. It's fake. Are you guys with me? He says, those who dwell in the secret place, not abide, not visit, but those who have the keen sense or spiritual sense, like the sons of Issachar that can decide and discern, but wait, this is the times and the seasons. It's not my time of manifestation. It's my time of hiding. And the moment you can discern when it is your time of hiding, you'll see the blessing of God coming upon your life. John the Baptist was hidden for 30 years in the wilderness until the day of his manifestation. Jesus was hidden for 30 years until the day of his manifestation. He knew in Luke chapter number 4 verse 18, the moment he stepped up to the platform in the temple, and he opened up the scroll. The Bible says he opened it up at Isaiah. And he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has caused me to bring, to, to preach uh, deliverance to those who are captive. Are you guys with me? And he goes on and the Bible goes, and the, and the scripture goes on. Let's go to the next verse. Next verse. And then it says this, and he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. So they sat down. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened unto him. Why? The veil was just lifted as to his identity. The moment he sat down, he walked to a chair that was reserved for the Messiah only. So the Jews in those days would believe of the return of the Messiah and they would keep a chair for him open in the, in the temple where no one was allowed to sit on. And Jesus would close the book, close the scroll, walk to that chair and sat in that chair saying whatever I just said now, scripture is fulfilled this day in your hearing. Next verse. He says, and he began to say unto them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Are you guys with me? So he knew that he was hidden for 30 years. And when it was the moment of his manifestation, even when he was in his ministry, he would tell people he would do miracles. And he would say, do not go and say anything. It's not, my hour has not yet come. 
which tells me even though you have a ministry there's times of hiding even in your ministry there's hours of manifestation where God chooses to release you into the public are you guys with me I hope it's not boring in South Africa we preach we preach six hours we do we preach six hours uh, I understand I'll keep it here 28 minutes maybe uh, 50 minutes okay but uh, uh, um, say with me dwell people don't want to dwell they don't want to sit in a place of hiding where there's no glory where no one is writing about them no one is speaking about them no one is praising them no one is honoring them no one is recognizing them it feels like God is not no 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 that's the place where God is proud of you that's the place where you are approved and your heart is tested that the day that your manifestation comes is the day of great honor the greater the hiding the greater the day of manifestation the key is to discern but wait is it my season of hiding or my season of manifestation are you guys with me so he says he who dwells in the secret place you see the place where you dwell there's a secret place that God has for people it is a place of darkness where uh, uh, nobody sees you as I said nobody recognizes you that you can have the greatest revelation you have angels talking to you and you're trying to explain it to people and they're like ah, oh, okay and they're just carrying on and it is like you feel it but why is nobody seeing you in secret you in the secret place some can be there 30 years like Jesus others can be there 10 years the key is to discern and know but let me stay in secret until God pushes me out are you guys with me you will see there are men of God they will just suddenly rise and you'll see them in public just suddenly rise you'll be like where does this person come from and they move in power they were in secret for many years and you think but let me try to find out who's they covering uh, what is their source what is their where do they come from they were in secret God was busy shaping them in secret once you are in secret in the secret place the place of the shut door it is only God who sees there are you guys with me um, many of you will not know in that place what is your reason of being there it is because it's secret A secret place is a place where God invites you into it is the moment you say yes to the process of God and he invites you into that it is the, it is the time when a prophet calls you out and say you will have a great ministry and the next day your secret place starts and for you to forfeit that or to fail that test is to think tomorrow I'm gonna to be the greatest minister tomorrow are you guys with me I was prophesied over when I was uh, 19 years old when I just got saved you'll travel the nations you'll plant churches 
as a prophet, you'll go around, there'll be crusades and this and that. And, and I thought the next morning I'm waking up, I'm going to have white clothes like Benny Hinn. I'm going to wave my hand. People are going to fall over because I talk. I'm going to lay hands on them and they fall over. The next day I woke up. I had a ministry thing like a home cell or so. I began to lay hands on people. Nothing happened. I tried to wave my hand. I promise you before God, I waved my hand and nothing happened. I was 19. I was saved three months. I had no idea of times or seasons. And all hell broke loose from that moment. And now it is 20 years later. And we begin to see the manifestation. Even when we planted the church in South Africa, it grew so fast. Because we were hiding for years. Even when we were in ministry, I found him in, in a city. We were in our, we were hiding. We were small. We had big meetings, thousands of people. But it was like people were not noticing. It was okay. Or when they notice, they'll cut our head off. Because the moment you come out of the secret place, attacks come from everywhere. The moment you are in the secret place, nobody knows about you. You are hidden. You are under the shadow of the Almighty. The word shadow there is not like we think a shadow. It means defense. It means cover. It means protection. Are you guys with me? The word most high, the name most high, El Shaddai. El Elohim it is the highest power meaning I'm under the shadow of the highest power I'm under the defense and the covering and the protection if I'm in the secret place it doesn't matter whose words are uttered against me touch not my anointed scripture comes into action there and do my prophets no harm why you're under the shadow the shelter of the most high one translation will put it Stay in that place as long as you can. Your manifestation will be greater. Are you guys with me? Don't worry and think, I'm not going to have a ministry. I need, to, I need to start in five years. No, 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 no. The longer you stay hidden, an edifice, for an edifice to be built, a, a, a skyscraper to be built, the deeper you go, the higher you can go. Are you guys with me? It is in a place where, like I said, no one talks about you. There's no glory. No books are written. The moment you pop your head out of there, news articles are written about you. And everything in you wants to go back to that place. <clears throat> and you have to be there long enough until God releases you and pushes you out. Are you guys with me? <clears throat> it is when... When, when you are in the secret place, it is when your behaviors are worked on, your attitudes are worked on, uh, and people push themselves out of that place prematurely because somebody gives them a prophetic word and they don't train on the prophetic to understand this is how prophecy works. There's no time in it. I received the prophecy when I was 18 and it is still haven't come to pass fully because prophecy goes into the future, it goes into the past, it goes into the present, it goes 30 years. Prophecy doesn't mean tomorrow this is going to happen. It rarely, if ever, happens like that. If it's a true word from God, it will carry you for 30 years, 40 years. Are you guys with me? So say with me, say with me, El Elohim. El Elohim. 
El Elyon. Say El Elyon. Say El Shaddai. El Shaddai meaning he is the uh, 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 all-sufficient one. He doesn't need El Shaddai meaning the many-breasted one. He is the one that feeds everyone but doesn't have to be fed. He is self-sufficient. El Elohim, Elion, the highest power. El Elion meaning the highest. Meaning when you are in he that dwells, who finds his occupation in the secret place, meaning you're renting an apartment from Sivuthi the highest. If you're in the secret place, you live in the highest spot than anybody else. Once you come out of the secret place, people's eyes begin to turn on you and say, where do you come from? Where do you find this power? You were in secret. Go with me to, uh, go with me to, uh, I think it is a song of Solomon. How am I going to find this now? Let me try to look for it. Song of Solomon. Verse, let me see. We go to verse 14. To verse 14. says oh my dove I go in the New King James New King James version oh my dove in the clefts of the rock in the secret places of the cliff so did the secret places when Moses was on the mountain the Lord said to him I will Put you into the cleft of the rock and my hand will cover you and I will walk past you you will see my glory pass before you my face you will see but he's uh, sorry he says my back my face you will not see but my back you will see are you guys with me he says but I will put you into the clefts of the rock and my hand will cover you once you are in the secret place, what is the cleft of the rock? So the secret place. He says, in the clefts of the rock, in the secret places of the cliff, it is there where I see your face. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. Where? Say with me, secret. Matthew chapter number six says, go into your secret place and shut the door behind you and your father who lives in secret will meet you there meaning they say father in heaven that lives in the secret place that the moment you say i'm going into my secret place he is already waiting for you there and what you do in secret will be shouted from the rooftops. The encounters you have in secret, there's a moment and a season coming where others will hear it, it'll be shouted. Are you guys with me? But people try and, now I'm speaking of the secret place in two, two dimensions. One area where you can pray and fast and seek his face. That's a secret place. But another one is your lifestyle. The season that you are in, you are in secret, you are hidden. And you think this is all my life is about. No. If you have death working in you. Fully and has its full work in you.
you'll be launched out of the secret place until the day the day of your manifestation are you guys with me it is a process meaning that uh, it's like childbirth if a child is conceived in the womb of a mother life is there but it doesn't mean the child is born I'm gonna say it again if a child is conceived it doesn't mean a child is born many Christians confuse the two they think because they are conceived as a believer they can now can go do what they want no you're not born yet life is there but there are different things the moment you are conceived you're now being put into a womb and this womb is a dark hidden place go with me to Isaiah 45 let's put on 45 verse 3 if it's not that one, it'll be 43 verse 5. Isaiah 45 verse 3. Get it so long for me in the Bible. Or 43 verse 5. I don't think they're finding it there. Isaiah 43 verse 5 so is it this one no it might not be this one uh, 45 verse 3 is it on the screen I will give you the treasures say with you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places they are riches locked up in secret places. But believers don't want to live in a secret place. They want to live where everybody can see them. They want to be on Instagram and show everything. They want to look at their likes and say, okay, I've got a thousand likes and I'm putting my self-worth, my value, everything in that. They want to live in the open, but not in secret. The more you pull back, the greater you will release will be. It is like a bow and arrow. The more an arrow is pulled back, the further it'll be able to be shot. He says there are treasures, say treasures, of darkness. When you are in the womb of life and you're being born or in the womb of destiny and you're being formed and created and shaped, there's a place, everything is dark. Are you guys with me? You have nutrients, you have vitamins coming to you, you have food, everything that nurtures you. But the moment you come out before your time, when Jacob was so possessed in his mother's womb that he grabbed the heel of his brother Esau and pulled him back and tried to come out first to steal the firstborn, tells you that a child by own will can sometimes push themselves out. They are spiritual things. Are you guys with me? And a child can push themselves out before their time. What happens? They are known as a premature birth. And they have to be taken and put into an incubator that, that mimics the conditions of a womb. Every area. And the child is supposed to be put back into there until it begins to grow fully. and fu Otherwise, it becomes weak. Might not even live will be short-lived how many believers are premature are you guys with me 
let's go to let's go to to a an egg. If you look at a chicken and egg, say with me dwelling. I'm speaking of this place as dwelling, not nine months. It can be 20 years. It can be 30 years. Moses was 40 years in the desert. 40 days in the mountain with God. 40 years in the desert. Coming out of there, being able to go back to Pharaoh, the one that he was running away from. Once he finished his secret place time, he had the ability to go back into the place where others wanted to kill him and carry power. And what happened when he went, when, when, when God called him, he says, I don't want to go. Are, are you guys with me? Somebody who's in the secret place and waiting their time will tell you they don't want to preach. Others who are premature will tell you, I can't wait till I preach one day. Just the fact that you say it tells me you're very far away from it. The one that will plant a church will say, I never want to plant a church. And God will choose that one to plant a church. Moses says, I don't want to go to Pharaoh. I can't talk. And he lied. Moses lied, by the way. Are you guys with me? The Bible says he was trained in speech and all the wisdoms and dark arts of, of Egypt. He was excellent in speech, Moses. And he says to the Lord, I, I can't speak. Are you, are you guys with me? So he puts the next, and God will take those who are saying, I, I, I don't want to do it. Meaning that you are ready. When you say, I, I don't want to preach anymore. You have no desire to hold this mic. Those who have a desire to hold this mic, you'll see them. Five people in the church, 10 people in the church, 20 years later, nothing happening. Because there's an unhealthy desire of prematureness. The chicken, say with me, the chicken, the egg. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? We don't know, okay? But uh, the chicken, but uh, because God created animals, not an egg. But there is a scientific phenomena to the creation of an egg that still blows biologists and those who study the human body, or not the human body, anybody uh, uh, who studies it, it still blows them away how an egg is formed. But when an egg is formed and a chick is in there, you'll see the embryo beginning to grow. And uh, if that egg is broken even just an hour before its time from the outside, that chick will not have the strength to live and endure an outside life. The egg is formed in such a way for their beak to break the egg to show its strength that is ready for life outside there it is how a secret place works there's a womb around you where god will wait until your strength the bible says when jesus grew up he grew in strength and wisdom he became strong in spirit and grew in favor with man and god but he grew strong in spirit until he could break and shatter the womb of the secret place. If God was in a secret place, how much you and I? Are you guys with me?
If anybody's saying, I have a call of ministry upon my life, even business, listen, the secret place is broken when ideas are premature. When people say, you know, I have an idea of business and let me do it, but yet it's not the time. An idea doesn't mean the conception of an idea doesn't mean it's born. Or the conception of a good idea doesn't mean it's birthed. There's a process. And the birthing process will be God. Are you guys with me? And then it has to be grown up to a mature child. Which means there's even in the Greek, there's about seven stages from a baby to a full grown man. Seven levels from Nepios to Technon. The word Technon is speaking of a teenager in the Greek. But it's, that's where we get the word technology from. Meaning when God looks at you, he sees his technology. Are you guys with me? So, so, so unless an egg, unless a chicken or a bird has the ability to break this eggshell, it cannot survive the outside life. Say with me, dwell. It is by, what is the secret? Those, let's go to those who dwell. Go to Psalm chapter number one. Let's go to Psalm chapter number one. Those who continually dwell in the secret place. Those who continually dwell in the secret place. Psalm 1 verse, guys, 1 verse 1. Listen to this. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. This is all good. Let's go to verse 2. But delight, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. That's good. Let's go to verse 3. Verse 3 I want to get into. And he shall be like a tree. So they like a tree. Planted by the rivers. Meaning established. Rooted by the rivers. Nothing moves him out. That brings forth his fruit in his season. Say with me, in his season. It is possible for somebody to can have a church of 10 people for 10 years and then suddenly it can explode. Because they were faithful with what God has given them. One of the greatest revivalists in South America that has now maybe 50,000 people in his smallest branch in South America, in Argentina. Uh, he had a ministry with 10 old women for 15 years. Nothing happening until revival suddenly fell on him. But what was God looking at? He was looking at his character. Looking at his attitude. Why? The moment the glory comes on you, the demand of a globe will be on you. The global demand will be on you. Can your character carry that pressure? Without death, glory will kill you physically. Without your flesh being dead, the anointing will kill you physically. Are you guys with me? We have seen these ministers, this one falling into adultery, that one doing this, this one happening, this, that one. Why? The character was not there to carry the anointing. Be somebody that says, I want to be planted like a tree by the rivers in a local church. Those who uproot themselves. Listen, when you take a tree and you move it to somewhere else, it'll take two, three years before the tree starts blossoming. 
because it's been uprooted out of a place. Then you have Christians, they go from church to church to church. And then they sit in a new church and they think three months out, there's no fruits in my life. Hey, you've been moved how many times? Get yourself rooted and planted. It'll take three, four seasons before you start showing one or two little fruits. But you've been damaged by the weathering of being moved the whole time. Are you guys with me? King David says, I want to be planted like a tree by the rivers. And then in fact it says, who brings forth in its season. Say with me, in its season. There are times and seasons. Don't get discouraged if you see nothing is happening. It's just not your season. There are things in heaven that no one can change. A season is a set time by heaven that God has put in. It doesn't matter. No, none of us can pray for Jesus to return sooner. There's a set time that not even the angels in heaven knows. Are you guys with me? There's a set time of his return. And we can fast, we can pray, we can win souls. No, no, no. There's seasons. The tribulation, they say season, there's nothing that the church can do to say, let's pray for more grace to win more souls. No, 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 no. They say set season in heaven. As winter comes and we cannot do anything to change winter, so there are seasons in the spirit that no one can do anything to change them. As summer comes and you can do what, you can have all the money in the world, summer will come. You cannot shift it. There are seasons, listen to me, the body of Christ is going to go through a season. And the world is going to go through a season of hunger and trouble. Are you guys? America is the most vulnerable when it comes right now to inflation and uh, food. Believe it or not, you can go into some shops and you can't find anything. Right now in the States. I think it was... Uh, it was... Uh, just because of just because of uh, freight problems or what do you call it uh, um, shipment problems uh, that baby formula was gone and uh, there were people that couldn't get baby formula for their kids now you think it's something small it's a domino effect it's a chain reaction that one thing goes then the other thing then the other thing it's on the verge but God gives his church the ability to see times and seasons Listen, if you're under the shelter of the Most High, it doesn't matter if inflation comes. It doesn't matter what econom economical destruction comes. You're under the shadow of the highest power that there is in life. Al Elyon, you're under this shelter, living in the apartment of the Most High, the secret place. It is in that place where no pestilence can come near your house where angels lift you up and you do not dash your foot against a stone, where you see your enemy fall on the one side and 10,000 on the other side and it does not touch you. Do you think COVID touched us? Oh my God. Hmm. Are you guys with me? Not one person in our church died of COVID. Family died, but uh, not, not them. Not one person in our church that is a member of our church passed away from COVID. Not one. I'm speaking of our church in, in, in South Africa and yet people have this fear. We're in New York and they still have their masks on. And I'm thinking, mostly Asians, I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Asians. I'm not allowed to say black. I'm not allowed to say white. I don't know. Okay. Uh, 
I'll say black and white and Asian and uh, uh, but uh, just wearing moss and I'm thinking you guys created the virus but let's leave that one uh, um, but uh, you see the whole family wearing moss fear is a spirit I'm telling you we didn't had once moss even in our church in, in, in where we live and we were packed and the police was there trust me they could not get into our building the presence would push them out they'd come to our building and the security would just stop the close the gates and just look the police in the eyes and we don't have a constitution like you in the states or rights where you can't arrest you on property we have none of that they come in with guns okay so uh and the police and we just say no we're having church and the police would look i'm on my knees i'm praying we're not allowed to have I don't know 50 people in the church at that time our conference was packed over 500 people i'm on my knees worshiping and the presence of god is there and the lord whispered to me said the police is outside now i'm sitting there and i pray i get up and i say to the church i said thank god i said now at least there's a price for you to come to church because it was too easy at least now when you come you real because now they began to put in the news that even if you go to church you'll be arrested in South Africa because now you like kind of like uh, you know endorsing it or whatever but even if you go you'll be arrested and they charge churches with guns and this and we went not, our guys didn't even I try to put moss on like guys just put moss our people just refused they don't wear masks you know and I knew if I'm gonna tell them to wear moss I'm gonna empty our church now I understand maybe Americans were scared I don't know uh, it's a joke okay um, uh, don't let media some people watch CNN like it's their God or they watch some news that is like it's like they, they believe that nonsense the biggest the biggest uh, manipulation is news it's communications one day we'll teach on fallen angels and who has been given men technology from armory to weapons to communication to music and you'll see those heading things up and making new invention not one invention is done without an angel's intervention even Albert Einstein that had inventions it, an angel was present inscription nothing is invented without an angel being there whether it's a fallen angel or a real angel or a true angel are you guys with me so I, I, some people are just so stuck on the news and it, lists, it puts a spirit of fear into them. I mean, we were in South Africa, Apostle Neville, uh, in, in the community where the word broke out a lot and they had a lot of people dying. I mean, they were burying people every day, literally every day. And uh, his church halved by how many people died. Now that's not a lack of faith, it's just that the conditions that they lived in is very poverty very poverty so it's very community based it's like i don't know how to explain it in 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 the united states but it's a township it's uh it's it's it spreads tremendously there and uh, he, he would go into the houses of people lay hands on them minister to them not having a mask on not having anything on and he never caught it and he was 72 years old or 73 years old and then you have 20 year olds when you have a mask on you're controlled by the spirit of fear. And in America, you didn't even have to wear a mask. In South Africa, you couldn't walk on the street without a mask. You know, but for some reason in church, we just refused and God was with us. But listen to this. It says, uh, 
that brings forth fruit in its season say seasons if you can discern if it's not my season it means your season is still the secret place once you're in the secret place you're being developed to become fruitful you're on the falling process and the dying process the secret place is there to make sure that death has its full work in you so like the apostle paul says, he says death works in us so that life can work in you as death is working in you everybody around you that comes into contact with you will experience the life of christ your family will experience the life of christ an unbeliever that touches you will experience the life of christ because death has its work in you where there's death there is power i'm going to say it again power does not come without death resurrection power does not come without death are you guys with me when we started ministry nobody was falling over when you lay hands oh my god we brought it into south africa kind of like we were looking i mean the only video we had of anybody slain was a benny in vhs tape and i would watch the thing over every day i was i was 18 years old just got saved 18 19. i watched that vhs tape over and over and over i memorized every word i memorized his movements with his hand taking off his jacket swinging and i tried it over nothing happened nothing happened until we began to, and I, when i say that was it was maybe it was happening in the states it was not happening in south africa you could pray for people nothing would happen and then we began to press through in fasting and prayer and this thing begins to break open now our cell leaders are like praying hands and laying hands and people are falling over in this manner and i'm thinking we fasted 10 years for that we prayed seek the face of god for that now people are just getting it by importation there are seasons are you guys with me that so it brings forth fruits in its season listen to this and whose leaf also shall not wither meaning that when people look at you you will always blossom the moment you come out of the secret place your season becomes permanent i'm going to say it again your leaves shall not wither people will look at you and you'll blossom day in day out but it is those who have come to a mature season of their lives they have fulfilled the secret place they have death working inside of them and then it says and whatever say with you whatever he does shall prosper does it say shall have poverty shall have lack say prosperity once you are pushed out of your season uh, sorry out of the secret place into your season everything you do whatever so the whatever it means if you work at a job somewhere then you get hired somewhere else you don't even have to say is this god is no 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 whatever your hand finds to do prosperity shall follow you are you guys with me samuel said listen here samuel said to saul these words the bible says that the spirit of the lord came upon saul and rushed upon Saul and he was changed into another man because he why he came into the company of prophets and the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him and Samuel said these words to me he says whatever your hands find to do do it he says whatever in another time he says whatever the occasion demands do it meaning you don't sit and pray and say uh, I don't know now if this is now God or not. 
must I take this job or not? Um, Lord, let me pray. Let me fast. Let me go into to see if this is your will. Uh, if you'll have two or three people speaking to me, I'll know it is your. No, that is for fleshly people. There's a dimension around you can enter into where the presence of God comes upon you. We're in the company of prophets. You've been released into your season. Everything you do is the automatic, we call it the automatic will of God. You never think, do I have to pray? But you just do it because the Spirit of God just takes you. It is like the Spirit of God. Those who are of the Spirit is like the wind. No one knows where they come from or where they're going. They like the wind. It just comes and go. They'll move. They come and they go. But anything they do is the will of God. You buy this thing, it's the will of God. You do this, you minister to this one, it's the will of God. You move to this place, it is the will of God. I'm speaking about a dimension of Christianity where we stop seeking and thinking, okay, God, is the... Listen, that's good. But there's a place where you can be so filled with the Spirit to overflowing and you fulfilled your season of secret place and you're pushed into your season where your leaf will never wither you'll be prospering every single day and whatever you put your hands to you will prosper say with me it's my season say this secret place stand to your feet wherever you are church now tomorrow night what we're going to do we're going to have an anointing service we're going to pray for everyone and lay hands on everyone and pray for everyone I wanted to get this word through I want you to understand this that when Paul and Barnabas were in the church at Antioch they never went to the leadership and said uh, we think it is our time that now uh, you need to send us out you know we have a ministry I'm called as an apostle you know I was taken into the third heaven I had visions and revelations so much that it's not even lawful for me to utter no 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 the Bible says the Holy Ghost spoke to the leadership and said separate unto me Paul and Barnabas and as you separate them unto me I want you to send them out to go do my work and what the church has failed and God will split churches and believe it or not it's actually sometimes God's will to split churches okay uh, God will cause force it to happen for the expansion of the kingdom of God to take place because some people can just hold people in and there's no expansion that takes place so God will do something it might not be the right way it's like how some of you were born <laughs> it might not have been the right way but you had to happen it might have been on the back seat of a uh, of a, some some car, a Chevy, um, but it had to happen. You understand what I'm saying? So it's 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 not so much uh, it's not so much the how as what it is the means. It's just a means to an end. I'm not saying go and do whatever you want. I'm just saying that. Uh, that sometimes we say a church but ah this is so bad and, and God is like no you were pulling those people in and nothing was happening I had to do people gonna run off the purpose they're gonna go do something are you guys with me so Paul had to they waited and the Holy Ghost spoke to the leadership 
and said, set apart to me, says, uh, release to me, uh, put, um, put uh, 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 Paul and Barnabas, set them apart for me. I have a work for them. But it took Paul 12 years. He visited heaven, third heaven. He was taken, whether he was in the body or out of the body, he doesn't know. For three, three years, he conferred with no flesh. He had no contact with any other human being. And he was in the deserts of Arabia, having revelations and visions. Now he has to sit in a church at Antioch and listen to some teachers and preachers that has not a clue what they're talking about. And Paul has to just sit there and listen to them. Eight years sitting in a church, eight years where he was already taken to heaven and God has chosen him to write two-thirds of the New Testament and he waited until his season came now we are not greeted the door of the church we're like ah, I think it's God you know uh, God is sending me out or some people like you know they come to the preacher they'll say listen uh, God is sending me into my cave you know I feel I need to I need to leave your church and go into my cave no no no, no that's the devil's talking door talking to you God does nothing without the local church. Absolutely nothing. It's his, it's his uh, governmental organization in the kingdom of God on the earth. The word church is called ecclesia, which comes from a governmental term, which means a special elite group who makes policies regarding a nation and sets policies in place regarding a nation, laws and regulations. And Jesus took that word ecclesia and he says, I will call my church the ecclesia, that they will set policies and nothing will be done without them. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. It's on the church that revelation comes, that keys are given. Nothing works without the church. Raise your hands to the Lord, raise your hands to the Lord wherever you are. Father, I pray for the anointing to fill this place. Let your glory saturate this place. Let the power of God rest upon each person. I pray that your word will take deep roots in the hearts of the believers. That even as we come back tomorrow night, as an anoint that there'll be an anointing service. That your oil will flow upon each one. That your oil will just break every bondage and lift every yoke. I pray for dimension to be opened. I pray for capacity to increase. Things to shift in the realm of the spirit. Spiritual activities to begin to take place. I command the law of the lid to be lifted from their lives. I command every limitation put upon them to be lifted in the name of Jesus Christ. Let their lives be full of prosperity. Let their leaf never wither. Let them be planted like a tree by the river, fully, deeply established, bearing much fruit. Let them in this season be much fruitful. Let the Gentiles come to their lights for counsel. Let favor follow them. I speak a blessing over them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, let's give a praise offering, church.